Welcome to The Next, where we talk about pop culture until we can't stand it anymore, and we nix it. I'm Justin Hartung. And I'm Fanny Darling. As always, a quick warning, there might be spoilers for anything we talk about on this podcast, but we always will do our best to let you know that they are coming. This episode, we're talking about some of the most anticipated pop culture headed our way in the year to come. And just to manage expectations, Tom Cruise would not have made our list even if Mission Impossible hadn't been bumped to New Year. Burn! Schmiantology. All right, as always, a plea to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts app, Podchaser, Podbean, Stitcher, and CastBox, or wherever such things are possible. We would love a little word of mouth if you're listening um, and thinking, wow, I like this podcast. It's free. These people are poor <laughs> schmucks that don't have – I mean, not like – I don't know. Just so, yeah, the only way we get paid is in a little ego. So stroke that ego a little bit. Write us a nice review. That, that's a new <laughs> – it's a new plea. I'm yeah. going with it. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a rundown this week of uh, everything that's theoretically coming out in the year of our Lord 2022. Um, Your mileage may vary. <laughs> mileage may vary. We, last year, it would be fun to go back and see like what we talked about and whether it came out. I don't even know if we did this last year. Um, I don't remember. There's been a lot of stuff moved around, including said Tom Cruise things and many other things. Um, it's kind of a crowded year of kind of box office stuff. Um, I, as always with this, I think there will probably be a lot of things moved around and probably yeah. a lot more interesting small things kind of taking its place. I feel like that's what happened this year. Um, also, some of these things may, we're calling them movies, but they may go to Netflix um, or Hulu or God knows where. It all kind of depends on what this year looks like. But you know what? They have been made. <laughs> <laughs> barring any like it is known it is known that these things are in the universe if we can survive to see them so we're excited about that um i'm rooting for that um all right should we start how should we do this should we just just go okay <laughs> just um, download the movies i'm gonna tackle movies and fans gonna tackle tv it's sort of our natural <laughs> yeah where we where we land but yeah um so these are not in great order and i apologize about that i just sort of uh did some hunting and searching and the timing is all over the place. And sometimes we don't know when these things are coming out. So I'm starting with after Yang, terrible name, Sundance hit. Uh, the plot of this thing is when his daughter's beloved companion an Android named Yang, uh, terrible idea. Like all of this sounds bad. Uh, malfunctions, Jake played by Colin Farrell <laughs> searches for a way to repair him. This sounds bad, but it has been a big hit at Sundance. So, and it's Colin Farrell. So it's Colin Farrell. Yeah, I want you to come over to the actual Colin Farrell is talented side of I, the world. He is. I am. I'm. Thank I'm you. definitely getting there. Um, but this sounds bad. But people like it, and people that I generally <laughs> respect. So we'll see. Damning with faint. Yeah. Praise. Okay. Um, Lost City. Uh, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum try to redo Romancing the Stone. Like for real? Like is it actually? It's not a remake, but it looks very, and all the sort of pre-press of it is like, that's what we're trying to do. That's just clarifying. And I'm kind of like, sure. Yeah, I'll watch it. I like them both. Like, that seems like like you're going to do that. Charisma on a stick. Yeah. I don't know. What is the age difference between? 
I don't know. Keep talking. <laughs> oh, I fannied it, it. Sorry. Yeah, you did fanny it. Um, the Black Phone. Normally, not an Ethan Hawke person, like really at all. I think I've talked about it on this podcast. This movie's getting great buzz. He is uh, playing a serial killer in this, which I'm sorry, that tracks. And there is some sort of magic phone that lets uh, one of his captive children, I think he's like a child serial killer, oh, that's right. this speak looks to terrifying. his former victims. It is based on a Joe Hill thing, which is why I'm yeah. mostly excited about it. And he's uh, wearing a really creepy mask. Yes. Um, I've heard great things about this. So it comes out in June. I do know that. 41 and 57. Oh. And I'm here for it. Hollywood, you want to yeah. do it the other way? Sure. I'm doing it. Yeah. Yep. I buy that. Um, the Deer King, this is a big TBD, whether this is going to come out. It's coming out in Japan in February. It is uh, from former uh, Studio Ghibli, which is the Miyazaki uh, studio from animators that work there. It is an epic fantasy film. There are deers involved. Uh, this is Justin Nip to the extreme. I that hope is. this comes out this year. Um, Moonfall. This <laughs> Most, is out in some places because I've heard people talk about it's it. It's coming very soon. I think it's February 4th. I think in Los Angeles it has come out because really? I have okay. a podcast that I listened to. One of the hosts saw it. I know they did a lot of screenings. Yeah. This is Roland Emmerich. It's going to be garbage. Yeah. It's um, Patrick Wilson. But there are aliens inside the moon. Um, yeah, of course there are. I'm I'm kind of so ready to see this right now. <laughs> like yeah. this is exactly maybe this would be a fun. We were talking about some edible like yeah yeah some edible yeah. adventures at the at the cinema. This might be a fun one for that. Doesn't it have Halle Berry in it? I don't need. Yeah, maybe. I don't like her. Nah, maybe the aliens in the moon will get her. Maybe. Um, Death on the Nile. Is Bronick made for Christie? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Because I kind of liked that last one. I didn't see it. It's, I think it's like the perfect campy, it's like a little Shakespeare, but not enough for him to go so crazy egomaniac, but like also pulpy, campy, and he gets a great cast. This one has like uh, Jennifer Saunders and... The Armas. And to Armas and... We're not going there. Don't say it. It's got a hammer problem. We got to <laughs> say it. Uh, Army hammer being... They can't cut him out of the... It's They're trying so trying hard so to hard. cut around him. And yeah. And he's contractually... Like, they put his name there. It's... They're trying... Yeah. This is going to be February. Uh, I will go see it. I'm sorry. I, I know I shouldn't, but I will. Uh, the Batman, I would normally not be interested in another goddamn Batman thing. And also Feral. Mostly not. Farrell's in this, as well as uh, Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves, who made the excellent, excellent uh, Planet of the Apes reboot movies, which is the only reason I'm sort of like, oh, I'll check out what they're doing with this. It's also supposed to be very, like, detective Batman, which I think sounds fun. The preview didn't really do much for me, but I feel like Batman previews are just Batman previews. and You can't ever tell anything about them. Um, the Northmen. Oh, Robert Eggers, one of my favorite directors, The Lighthouse, uh, The Witch. I should be so excited about this. Skarsgård is the world's sexiest Viking. Oh, my God. Duh! It's going to be an absolute gore fest. And oh, Vinny will have I to see. tell me about it. Okay. Um, comes I'm out like, in April. Because I was, what is going on? Why do I, I have to tell? Oh, I didn't know about the gore. I mean, it looks, I saw the preview. It's just that crazy, hacky, hacky, slashy. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. And it's also shot in that same ratio, which I kind of wish you'd just stop doing that. Just make movies like you're not like a weird, like, I don't know, with a, whatever those like. Yeah, he's very invested in Yeah. That. Um, 
Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. This is April Nicholas Cage. Plays Nicholas Cage. Doing Nicholas. Is he actually he is actually <laughs> yeah, playing no, Nicholas Cage, himself. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the the very uh Mandalorian himself, Pedro Pascal is Woo-hoo! also in this. The um, butt. This thing is getting great buzz. It's like everybody's yep. sort of saying this is gonna be a fun, weird, uh, meta, self reflective thing. And you know, I don't know that Nicholas Cage necessarily needs that, but if somebody does that well, it's great. Yeah. And um, I mean, he's got IRS issues. Yeah. So. Oh, really? Is that? Oh, he's had okay. IRS issues for years. Okay. He's yeah. got to pay he them bills. He spends poorly. Yeah. But he's it does seem like guy. there's a there's a tipping point between Pig and this where it's like he's starting yeah. to like do some he's, more high profile interesting projects. Yeah. He's doing the, um, why can't I think of his name? The wrestler diner. I mean, he's doing the Mickey Rourke where he's right. come completely around now yeah. and, and it's starting to it's not true. just be ridiculous. Right. Right. Um, Dr. Strange comes out in May. Um, I said, I'm not seeing that. Right. I didn't. I last time we talked you about Marvel. Say that. I'm not seeing any Marvel shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who are we kidding? It's been a rough year. Um, it's, Scarlet Witch, which I mostly want to figure out what happens to her children. That's why I'm going. Oh, sure. Uh, okay, tell yourself that. <laughs> it is also Sam Raimi, which I do love Sam Raimi. Yep. So I feel like in the Marvel stuff, like, I, <laughs> gird your loins for me to be very underwhelmed by this. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Uh, John Wick 4, May 27th. Fanny will have thoughts. I will. Bob's Burgers, May 27th. Justin will have thoughts. Uh, yeah, these are two very, like, we will be going to the theater together and seeing separate and things party. that night. <laughs> yep, which is rare for us. But, yeah, uh, John Wick. Uh, are you excited for John Wick 4? I'm excited for any John Wick. I love okay. John Wick. Is there enough story to keep going with? with? Yeah, they always okay. they find stuff to do with okay. it. It's, and it's Keanu Reeves and his dog. Is the dog still a part of it? Like, yeah, because he, okay. he adopts the, the, the pit bull that he gets. Because okay. the puppy dies in the first 10 minutes of the first movie. Mm-hmm. You know, massive spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't been alive in the last 15 years. <laughs> or or um, is a chicken like me. Right. Anyway, it's it's horrible and it's awful and you can't watch the first 10 minutes of the first film. And then after that, at the uh, toward the end of the first movie, he saves this pit bull that was, that's being... Like it's in a it's in a the vet not the vet the the shelter and he's set for extermination so he takes him and then that becomes his his dog for the rest of the the movies the so yeah I mean the dog has, has plot armor right so you know he's going to be okay right does the dog like bite people's faces no he, and, they okay. just, he just gets hidden and so that he's like like. Keanu Reeves just puts him places so that he's saved, and then they cut back to him being like, hmm? and and sometimes he does like like he'll like pull a chain and people get like clotheslined by it or something. Okay. You know, you know? <laughs> sometimes he inflicts violence on other people, like but Benji nothing, level yeah, violence. Nothing happens to him <laughs> because nothing can ever happen to him because revolt. Um, so we will probably be seeing these movies separately and then we'll like do a podcast where we just ask each other about our experiences. Um, Bob's Burgers movies. I'm so fucking there. I'm so excited. Um, Lightyear. I think this is a soft anticipated, anticipated in italics, maybe at best, maybe quotes. Um, doesn't have Tim Allen bonus points for not having Tim Allen. I, I, I would watch a fun, like ridiculous space adventure from Pixar. I'm into it. They haven't really done that yet. So Thor, Love and Thunder, yet another Marvel movie. Sigh. I don't know. I'm going to try this one, too. I know. The cast of this one is wild. It's like everybody and their mother is back. 
Um, Natalie Portman's going to be doing a Thor thing. Uh, yeah. Apparently a lot of the like Guardians of the Galaxy people are in it. Um, this one could be fun. I don't know. (laughs) Take away TV. It's like your mileage may vary. Uh, nope. July 22nd, Jordan Peele. I love the title of this. The movie poster is amazing. If you haven't seen it, it's just a big, giant, dark cloud over Those a city. Two names together. They make I, me so happy. Jordan Peele and Stephen Wen. It and, makes me verklempt. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what. Nobody knows what this is going to be I about. don't even care. Yeah. Should be fun. And Nope is a great title for a the horror movie. Like with nope. a black cast. Yeah, I noped out of there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, don't worry, darling. Uh, Olivia Wilde is directing. We loved Booksmart. I'm excited for this. I don't know really much what it's she about. She put her boyfriend in it, though. Who's her boyfriend again? Harry Styles. Oh, yeah. No, it's the pew and the styles. Mm-hmm. Um, is that bad? I mean, she put her boyfriend in it. I mean, he's fun. I like him. I feel like he's a force of good for the children's. Okay. She put her boyfriend in it. I mean, people do that all the time. That doesn't bug me. Um, (laughs) Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, October 7th, more Miles Morales, as we talked about on the last Spider-Man review. We are way more excited about this than any other (laughs) Spider-Man movie or any other Marvel movie, frankly. This is my number one, like, big, silly superhero thing. Um, I think it's going to be great. I'm not even worried about it. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, it's going to be, yeah, that's, there's no question. Knives Out 2, no date, yep. but I think it has to come out this year. I think it's, it, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, Knives Out, you know, it's, again, I don't know, like if this were any normal year, I'd be like, eh, Knives Out 2. I'm excited about this. This yes. is like my, you know, I mean, Dave, I love Knives Out way more than you did. Yeah. So. And Dave loves, this is the kind of movie that my husband Dave loves to go to with me and, like I go, Watch you crush your arms. and he goes, that was delicious. Yes. And like, and so that's. Hopefully, you won't walk out. I mean, yeah. there's that's only happened once. It's only where happened you once. Left me and Dave to watch a movie that we loved. Also, so. Catherine Hahn is in this, so I will definitely not be knocking, walking Yay. out. Um, Yay! Black Panther two. Ooh boy, this movie. I feel bad for Ryan Coogler and everybody. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. I don't even know what's happening with this movie. (laughs) Like, I think they still don't know who the new Black Panther is. I bet they're deciding it, like, in June, who the next Black Panther is. Everyone stop talking, is what they're saying. None of you talk to anybody. Sit in your rooms and shut up. Yeah, the actor, for anyone who doesn't know, who played uh, Shuri, who was supposed to be, like, Pretty clearly, the next Black yes, Panther. And she was great. Uh, has yeah. weird anti-vax stuff and has said all sorts of strange stuff, and yeah. I think everybody's scrambling to figure out how to manage that. There's also going to be um, Prince uh, Namor, the Submariner, who's like the underwater. Uh, that it should be fun. It should be epic. I just have a feeling this is going to be a massive shit show, and I feel bad because I want this to be good, and maybe it won't. And it's also got um, you know Michaela Cole in it joining yeah. so i will be there actually for this one well yeah um killers of the flower moon i normally would be like scorsese and dicaprio i'm gonna pass this one actually sounds interesting except that this is a story about uh i don't know how you say this osage native americans and yeah so it stars a bunch of white guys and it's dicaprio and scorsese telling yeah them. great yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean i'm guessing that there's plenty of native american cast members in it they just one hopes don't list them because that's not how they sell movies, but I hope the movie is I knowing him, I think it'll be thoughtful and but that's a you do have to get a little suspect when you're like it's De Niro and Scorsese like 
So who's filling the spaces? Like you cast one white guy as like your main guy. De Niro or DiCaprio? But Bo- I mean, just both okay. of them take up a lot of white guy you, space. Yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm just wondering because only DiCra- DiCaprio's listed in the notes. So no, De Niro's definitely in it. Okay. Also, so it's a lot of white guy space for yeah. a movie about yep. this supposedly. Supposedly, um, Babylon is uh, coming out in December. This is Damien Chazelle. It's a sort of golden age of Hollywood. All stars, all of them. Like I didn't even I looked at. It, I was like, I can't even type this. There's a lot of people <laughs> in this. Spike Jones is directing, which I think that's a fun, interesting combination. I feel like. Spike Jones might sort of keep Chazelle off center a little bit, which could be fun. I also am a sucker for Golden Age of Hollywood thing. Yeah. I love it. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once. I hate that title because I can never remember it, and I will continue to not remember it. Uh, this is Mich- Michelle Yeoh um, in multiple universe shenanigans, except not related to the Marvel multiple universe shenanigans. Um, this, Did you watch this trailer ever? It is delightful and insane. It's like, it looks really bananas and genre hopping. And it's directed by the Daniels, who did Swiss Army Man, which I have not seen. The Farting Corpse movie? The Farting Corpse movie, which has sort of developed a bit of a following. Oh, yeah, it has. Yeah, I'm sort of curious to watch that one, because now this one I'm definitely wanting to see. Um, Strange World. This is coming out in November. It is Disney original IP. Amazing. Um, although I guess they just did that with Encanto. They're actually being better about that. I shouldn't make fun of that, but they're doing a lot of lazy shit too. Uh, this is Monsters in Space or something. Um, it's directed by the uh, woman, I believe, who did the Bow short that came mm-hmm. out, um, which was really sweet and funny and. I don't know. I'm excited for some like monsters in space with this in light year. I'm like, this is the year of animated space. I hope, um, the Fablemans. This is Spielberg's memoir thing about his own childhood in Arizona coming out in December. Um, I actually am curious about this. I would like to see Spielberg tell his story as a weird sort of film obsessed Jewish kid raised in Arizona. I think there's potential here. Um, I don't know. I feel like as he's getting it's called Stranger Things. Sorry. Uh, yeah. True. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, finally, I have Pinocchio uh, del Toro, which looks uh, terrifying. Yeah, and man, Guillermo just won me over with uh, car- uh, wow, well, not Carnival of Souls, uh, Nightmare, <laughs> Nightmare Alley this year. I can't. I always get one thing wrong about that movie, um, and so I'm excited about this. I'm on a like go del Toro kick. This comes yep. out in December. Um, it's also got a crazy all-star cast, but it's stop motion. So I'm super excited. So that's a lot. And that's a lot of big budget stuff. There's going to be so many other little things coming out. Um, what do you got for TV? Um, okay. So right now on Apple TV plus, I haven't watched it yet. We have after party, which is a murder mystery comedy with Tiffany Haddish and a bunch of other people. Tiffany, we're thinking about you, sweetie. <laughs> Please stop driving drunk. Um, oh, did that happen? I yes, missed that. She's been really good about it. Okay. She did get a DUI. She fell asleep behind the wheel and she was drunk. She's been really good about it. Anyway, this is supposed to be very funny and, and it like crashed Apple's servers because it's so popular. Just started. Um, I watched the preview and I was like, mm, yeah, we'll see. we'll see. I mean, I love Haddish. Yeah. I'll, I'll try it. Um, Monarch on FX. This is coming at some point. It stars Susan Sarandon and Trace Adkins. Yeah, you know, the country singer. This is supposed to be like Nashville meets Empire on FX. Again, I said Susan Sarandon, so I'll, I'll watch this. Um, tonight, W. Camus. Camus uh, 
I'm going to try that again. W. Kamau Bell's um, documentary series about Co- about Bill Cosby. We need to talk about Cosby. That's coming out tonight? It's tonight. What's Drops it on? Tonight. It's on HBO. Ooh, that's um, interesting. I think there are at least four episodes. I am very interested in this, and that is tonight. On Hulu, February 2nd is the Pam and Tommy thing with Sebastian Stan. This is the thing. People are excited about it. <laughs> I, I guess I'll watch it for the wigs. I don't know. Anyway, more exciting on Netflix, February 11th, is Inventing Anna, which is Shonda Rhimes' uh, first show that she created and wrote since Scandal. This is about the Anna Develdi. I don't know how she pronounced, how she made up her name, but the, the fake heiress who took a bunch of people for a bunch of money. It stars Julia Garner and Anna Chumsky. Uh, Julia Garner of uh, Dirty John and Ozark. People would go crazy for Ozark. I watched five episodes. Um, <laughs> That's not to say I didn't like it. It's just I watched five episodes. But I do love Julia Garner. I'm excited for this. I do love a good scam and anything. Shonda Rhimes is going to dig her teeth into this. I'm very excited. Uh, Law and Order Original Recipe is rebooting. Oh, God, no. Please help me. We needed that. It's <laughs> going to be on NBC at some point, probably all the time. Go look I for it. I think you and Dave can, like, yeah. take a whole episode on yeah. that one. Yeah. For you, the final seasons of Better Things is Yay. coming. Hey, Pamela Adlin is going to wrap her up. I love that yes. show. Uh, for me, set, well, for both of us, yeah. but, but since I said for Justin, this one's for me. Central Park comes back with their back end of season two on Apple Plus March 4th. Barry claims they're coming in March sometime. I'm going to watch Barry. I'm gonna, that's my goal. I love Barry. Um, the Sandman, starring literally everyone that you've ever heard of at any time, <laughs> is going to be on Netflix sometimes in, in 2022. There's no way that's going to be good, but we'll... Yeah, but literally yeah. everyone that you've ever heard of talks yeah. in this movie at some point. I mean, this show at some point. Russian Doll, season two, Netflix. Did you know it's been... Three years since season one? So old. That is insane. Yeah. Stranger Things season four is coming to Netflix. When is that? Is that in the fall? Okay, nobody knows. Yeah, nobody's sure. Uh, I am obligated to tell you that there is some Lord of the Rings thing coming to Amazon. (laughs) I'm not going to watch it, and I do not care. I will try it, but I probably will not care. Yes. Uh, I have not seen any of the movies, none of them. Don't care. Didn't like the books. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> second season of The Flight Attendant. I want to not care, but I will watch it on HBO. you got to have your things. Uh, Cabinet of Curiosity. At this point, I will follow Del Toro anywhere, even if it means I have to watch Rupert Grint and Ben Barnes in... Eh, like a, so It sounds like it's <laughs> kind of a, you know, anthology, Twilight zone type of thing on yeah. Netflix. I am actually very excited for this. Um, both Hacks and House of Dragon are coming on HBO. I liked Hacks. You did not. I'm, I will watch season two. Um, House of the Dragon, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it, <laughs> but I'm going to watch it just for the bad wigs. Again, this is a wig cop thing. Uh, Netflix, Mike Flanagan of uh, Bly Manor and Midnight Mass has The Midnight Club coming to Netflix, which is I'm this, excited uh, about. Is there an original It's original. Or? Okay, it, it's, totally it's original, original with him and somebody else. I'm excited for this. Um, the Stairgate case, I think on Showtime, this is true crime, but it's, um, you know, it's docu- uh, documentary, but... Um, Docudrama with you know it's it's it, was that the documentary that came yes, out? Yes, it's, it's a like great a, documentary, okay. but this is you know it's 
why can't I think? Thank you yeah. with with like you know actors like Tony Col- mm-hmm. Collette and um, it has Ooh. a great cast. Great cast. Spoiler alert: don't, the owl don't. did it. Uh-huh. The owl didn't do it. Okay. They claim the owl did it. Okay. The owl did not do it. That <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a funny joke. Trust me. Um, I'm. I love this weird story. This guy was a novelist and. You know, did he kill both of his wives? Only one of them. Did an owl do it? We don't know. He thinks an owl did it. Maybe he not. Maybe the owl did it. Um, love and Death. I love you, Elizabeth Olsen and Jesse Plemons. This is on HBO. This is David E. Kelly's newest Please Watch Everything and Make Memes About It show. So I going to watch it because again I love Elizabeth Olsen and Jesse Plemons yeah. but David E. Kelly I mean I'm, I'm scarred from the second season of Big Little Lies and from Nine Perfect Strangers I have issues don't fuck this up Miss Marvel on Disney Plus don't fuck this up I like these comics a lot and this so is good. very important to a lot of people Yeah, Disney Plus please God don't fuck this up yeah there's some Ethan Hawke, Oscar Isaac thing Moon also. Knight. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Also coming. People Z are very excited about it. Comics. Yeah. I Which is related to a pop culture uh, thing later that I'll okay. talk to you about. Um, Jason Katniss has one last chance with me. I will give him <laughs> one episode of Amazon's As We See It. After that, I will agree that Friday Night Lights and Parenthood need to live in their own place and I will watch them on my own and Jason Katniss will be dead to me. Has he, he gets, made some stinkers? Yeah, he made that horrible thing the 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 with the guy from How I Met Your Mother about um the drama club that was so terrible. Oh, right. And he did right. something else that was terrible. Okay. This is your last tra- chance, Jason. I give you I give you one episode. We will see. I will report back. As we see it, Amazon. Uh, Inside Man. This is a British show starring everyone British that you've ever known, including David Tennant Yay. and apparently Stanley Tucci. Tennant is this is Stephen Moffat. Tennant is a priest who is hanging out with Stanley Tucci, who's on death row and drama. I don't know when it's coming to America, but people are real excited about it. Um, Pistol on Disney Plus. Have you heard anything about this? Wait, you skipped over something. Oh, I'm not watching Fraser's Return. Is Fraser coming yeah. back? Yeah, I don't even know where. With it's the same back. cast? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I'm not watching I it. I did not know that. So. I'm, not, I'm not watching it. Okay. I'm also not going to watch Pistol on Disney+. Plus. Have you heard about this? No. It's like fictionalized show about the sex pistols, again, on Disney+. Plus. Right, because they were so um, So, like, Johnny Rotten friendly. and the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Like, tell me how this is going to work. Terrible. I, 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 am, I am gobsmacked by this. Finally, the illegal their own show is going to come out on Amazon Plus. I am actually excited about this. Wednesday, about Wednesday, Adams at boarding school on Netflix. Tell me who's directing it, Justin. Do you know? I Barry if you Sonnenfeld. Had to guess. No. I. Why you're giving me glasses? Big eyes. Um, big eyes. Peter Lorre. I'm so confused. Tim Burton is directing the show. Oh, okay. Yes. Sure. Uh, we are supposed to get a new season of Umbrella and Cat Academy this yeah. year, so that is good. And two more things that I think are coming this year are the new Doctor Who with the return of Robert Davies, who did the yes. sort of original reboot. That is correct. I think that's this year. 
Um, I'm very excited about that. Although I haven't announced who the Doctor Who is yet. And also, great British pottery throwdown. See? (laughs) Gotcha. Um, Things I want. I want the new um, season of The Wilds simply because I need something to hold me over until I get season two of Yellow Jackets. I need more P-Valley. Thank you very much. And I really hate myself that I'm going to say this, but I want to know what happens in Panic. Oh my God, please kill me. I'm also really looking forward to a book. It's not until July, but Paul Tremblay... We are big fans of Paul Tremblay on this podcast. His new one, The Paul Bearers Club, comes Woo-hoo! out in July, and I'm very excited. Do you know anything about, about what it's about? Um, it's, yeah, a little bit. It's these two weird guys that form, like, a club that they go to funerals of people that, like, didn't have anybody kind of to mourn for them. And they are the pallbearers at those people's funeral, and they meet up 20 years later. That's all I know. Okay, and interesting. Like, yeah, like, scary stuff happens. Okay. Um, that's what I have. And I have some music. I'm sure there are other books, which it's always hard to tell what's coming out, but, um, we will keep you posted as we know about those. I have a bunch of music to talk about. Um, Glaive, who's like this very buzzy, uh, hyper pop as the kids say, um, sort of artist. It's, he's this young guy. He's interesting. Uh, I'm curious to see what his sort of big, uh, major, I don't know if it's a major label, but there's a lot of buzz about this album. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, who I will talk about shortly. Uh, well, I'll just talk about it now. I just read Sinead O'Connor's memoir, Rememberings, and man, the world did fucking Sinead O'Connor dirty. I love Sinead O'Connor. She definitely has her issues, and she'd be the first to admit it, and she does throughout her memoir, but she was so ahead of her time and so outspoken about kind of child abuse in the church and dealt with it herself and really held the Catholic Church's feet to the fire in a way that like so few artists with that platform have ever done. Um, and she deserves all of our respect. I My heart is breaking for, for her, her right for now her son, yeah. um, with her son having committed suicide and she's now in a hospital for her own suicidal stuff. Um, uh, I hope this album comes out. I love i've been going sort of down the rabbit hole of listening to her music and man it's fucking good it's like i forgot how many great songs she has like across her catalog um the new album is called no veteran dies alone which is an intense title um the districts is a sort of pennsylvania kind of indie rock emo-y kind of band i've always sort of liked them i feel like they're a good underdog band that is probably gonna make it big one of these days here is a terrible title for you fanny the band is big thief not so bad the album is called dragon new warm mountain i believe in you yeah those are words i just said together um don't don't understand um (laughs) just keep going okay i'll just keep going (laughs) Shamir, I love Shamir. Shamir has just been like year after year putting out funny, quirky, weird albums. The newest one is called "And Bless Fucking Their Heart." Heterosexuality, which I find so hilarious, and I cannot with the bang at the end. I think I put that there. Oh, (laughs) man! I know, but man, what a great like title for a Shamir album. It's so funny to me. Um, Spoon, a band that I've sort of liked on and off. They're an Austin, Texas band, kind of at this point, like indie legends. Um, the new stuff that I've heard from this album, I like more than other ones. It's like a little, I don't know, like Rocky or something. This album is called, I mostly am attracted to terrible names, mm-hmm. Lucifer on the Sofa. Yes, that's right. That's what mm-hmm. I said. Uh, Tears for Fears. Uh, anybody hella old knows what we're talking about here. 
the album is called Tipping Point. The only reason I put this here, I'm sure the album's going to be terrible. I am going to see them in the spring. Maybe. Uh, maybe. But I'm going to, goddamn it, because it is outside. It's the Concord Pavilion. Okay. So I'm goddamn going to Tears of Fears. So okay. I'm excited about whatever goddamn music Tears of Fears is putting out. Um, Fife Dog. I'm just a little scarred. Sorry. I'm, me too. We found out this week. Yeah. I'm scarred. Yeah. They may be giants we were supposed to go to. It's been postponed for They're a doing year. the right thing. Yeah. Tears for Fears is outside, so I'm feeling really good about this. Okay. Fife Dog uh, from Tribe Called Quest, who passed a few years ago. There's some album that's... You're making these titles up. You know Fife Dog from... No, I don't. Okay. from You know Tribe Called Quest. Obviously. I know Tribe Called Quest. So he's like one of the two rappers, and he died basically a few years ago. But he has a solo album that's been... I don't know why it's taken so long to release it, but I'm very curious to hear it. He's funny. He's... Very much a humanist kind of great presence in hip hop. Um, I'm curious to hear this. Uh, Destroyer is uh, a great sort of offshoot of a band I love, New Pornographers. Lots of bad names for you here, Fanny. Um, but I love Destroyer albums, they're always good. Sky Ferreira. I think you just make these names up. I mean, you've heard these songs. I know, but I think I still think you just make them up. Sky Ferreira is. Man, Guy Ferreira? Are we going to the diners, drive ins, and This album is definitely like. They're it's, going to Flavortown! They're definitely going to Flavortown. It has been a while, and I don't know why this album's taking so long. She is a weirdo, and I can't wait. Flavortown's very far away. That's why it's taking so long. Confidence Man, a band I played on this podcast. Um, super fun and dancey and silly i think they're going to make a great album one of these days and this could be the year tank and the bangers who i also love um did you see tank and the bangers with when we went to no. strict, hardly strictly ballroom i don't know they were that fun r&b group that was like super hyper i feel like you saw them with me okay. they're great they have a new album um here are some big names i just names. remember your mom watching big free <laughs> no you're right it was a different year <laughs> that's my yeah. favorite yeah from hardly strictly um, Cardi B, I love Cardi B. I've come full, just like I'm in the Cardi Cardi B fan club. She's a great rapper. She's fucking hilarious. She seems like a force of good. Uh, the thing recently where she like paid for um, basically all the funerals of the people that basically died in um, God. I'm like one of the tragedies. Well, this is depressing. Yeah, and she just was like, I'm putting my money enough to pay for these families that don't have money to pay for funerals. Um, Bjork has a new album. I'm always curious what sure, Bjork's okay. doing. She's crazy. Kid Cudi, our favorite from um, uh, We Are Who We Are. Yeah, like he's got a new album. I feel like this is going to be a big year for him. I feel like he's made so many interesting yep. choices that he's in a position to really like make it some interesting music changes. All right. That is it. That is the Woo! year in we like did it. Yeah, we got a lot. I mean, I'm like excited. That's a lot of stuff that I I made really good hear. guy fairy jokes you and did. nobody laughed. I know. Thank you. Cuz I know we got a lot to get through. That was good so, stuff though. So speaking of a good bit of business. We got to get through uh mm. we saw what you did there. Yeah, we, we have did what you stuff. saw there. Okay, here um, we go. What have you been doing since we last talked, which was like almost a month ago? It was is, almost a month yeah. ago. And I think I only have a few things because I know I did, a, like, I did a bunch more shit. But we're going to just talk about this stuff. I watched 20-something Austin on Netflix. This is a reality show about people that go into a house in Austin and some of them fall in love. Like the Shut real, up. Like the real world? Kind of. <laughs> okay. But a little different. Anyway, I watched it in one day and I cried. Shut up. <laughs> 
<laughs> also, I watched Cobra Kai in one day because the new episode dropped on, I think, New Year's Eve. And I love Cobra Kai. I don't Still care what good? Any of you say. Yeah, you don't get to watch it, though, because you will poop all over my parade. I am And you will you not it. like it. And you will not, and you will say, it will, it will, like, your blackened heart will say mean things about it, and you are not allowed to watch it. I will never watch it just to protect you. Thank you. I watched Heels on Stars. This is not a good show. This is like what I have instead of fucking Glow. Okay? What, what is it? It is about a family of wrestlers who perform in a small town somewhere in the South. I think Texas. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> heels are the like the bad guys in wrestling. Oh. They have the face and the heels. Okay. And it stars the guy from Arrow and the guy from Vikings. And I am so gay that I thought I was about like stilettos. Yeah, no, this is what I have instead of glow. So (laughs) I watched it. Um, I watched, uh, I am completely caught up on Peacemaker. You have watched nothing except the opening credits. I know. I need to just. It's up to you. I find the show to like, I like the show more than I thought I was going to, but the cast is, I really like the cast and they are having fun and there is some touching stuff in there. There's a lot of face shooting. Yeah. It looked the little scenes I saw of it. I was like, Ooh, yeah, it's it's wet. It's more of a horror movie than suicide. It's a little wet. Yeah. (laughs) But Danielle Brooks. So good. Yeah. She's great. And she's also queer. In the show. I love that. I don't know if she is in real life or not, but her character is queer and I love it. And uh, John Cena's, you know, the Peacemaker's issues with that are like non-existent, except he says really horrible things and it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) The way they deal with it is very good. Um, I had a Melanie Linsky need because, again, Yellow Jackets went into hiatus. So I went back and watched Togetherness on HBO. This is... One of the Duplass brothers. I hate the Duplass brothers, as we all know. Also, Amanda Peet and Melanie Linsky. This is really sweet two series, uh, two season show that had me in tears many, 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 many times. I am here so good to re remind you that the Duplass brothers are actually forces of good. Like I get why they annoy you. Have but you make- watched the show? No, I mean, I think maybe I saw the first. Yeah, it's, Justin, you yeah. should watch the show. I think they're good. I think it they is, do interesting stuff. It is good and touching. It's just about normal people trying to get through life. Peter Gallagher and his eyebrows are in it. It Amanda the first Pete, season started like five 2015, years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is real, and it ran. The next season was just there's only two seasons. It ran it, like it ended years ago. Okay, but I really needed Melanie Linsky in my life, and she uh, is just so fucking good. And this show is great. I really think you would like it. Oh, Billions <laughs> on Showtime. Sebastian. We got, we got some more Yeah, for you. Sebastian, you can reach out to me. We will talk because <laughs> this show is the bombastic, bombastic over-the-top, on-the-nose, red-headed stepchild of succession. This show is terrible. It's a whole bunch of toxic masculinity, on-the-nose references. It's the worst. And I literally don't know why I can't stop watching it. Like, I get up Sunday morning and I say, oh, there's a new episode of Billions. And I watch it and I get angry. (laughs) I also read Nightmare Alley, which we'll talk about in your pop culture. Okay. Um, Things we both saw. (laughs) Except you got to talk about things we both saw. Yes, we can do that. Encanto. Yay! What a fucking delightful movie. I... 
I don't know. It's funny. I just keep reading these things about everybody being down on Lin Manuel because he was apparently like a bad liberal somehow. And I'm like, no, he is doing great work and he's listening. He's listening. And also, I don't even care that much about musicals and I don't care that much about Disney. And he's bringing out the best in both of them. And this is a great piece of. It's so thoughtful and so I've never seen it like everybody like lost their mind over Inside Out, which was like sort of understanding a child's role in a family. Right. It was fine. That movie was like training wheels for this movie's actual understanding of family dynamics and of interior voices and how you kind of overcome them and how you sometimes don't. The songs are great. I mean, don't. We don't talk about Bruno is like almost number one. <laughs> yeah. And it's like amazing to me that this thing has been such a little movie that could like, yeah. like everybody underestimated it and also in COVID just didn't see it. Yep. And now it's getting this great. It's so worth it. It's like probably my favorite like straight Disney non Pixar like Disney movie I've ever seen. Yeah, like, it's really good. Yeah, I it's loved excellent. it so much. Um, I do have oh, yeah. I, I have a mashup in my head that gets caught, and it's a whole bunch of minor notes, and it's real depressing. If you mash up "Waiting on a Miracle" and "Burn" from Hamilton, which you can do, I know because they're in my head. Not an uplifting song. If you mash those two together, you don't get happy. I know they're so dark, and I love that about him. Like, I mean, I love a, both those songs, yeah. but put them together, and you're not yeah. you're not skipping down the street. Yeah. Uh, Archive 81, I, man. I'm only five episodes in, so I still like it. I have watched the whole thing. I've never been so jazzed about a show that really, I feel like. I didn't, I mean, it didn't break my heart. It just, it, yeah, you'll see. We'll talk about it later. I don't want to give anything away, but it just, uh, this is a Netflix show about a guy, a very great actor whose name I'm forgetting and I should have written down because he is fantastic as a, like, debut Kind of, I don't know. It's not a debut. He's been in other things, but like a real like presence, and it's a it ticks off my found footage thing of a guy that's like literally reviewing found footage yep. and solving a sort of Rosemary's Baby like mystery in a building. Um, I the beginning of this, I was like, "There's a demon statue that they're chanting to. It's scaring the fuck out of me. I don't want to watch this alone." You, we watched the first episode together. You were so scared. It's not, it doesn't end very scary. And I'm just like, you had so much potential. <laughs> like, I mean, I watched this first episode with Fanny and you were scared to go home. Yeah, that's um, true. That's the thing that happens. Yeah. I mean, that demon statue is really scary. Um, these are both, I mean, like Archive 81 is worth watching. Yes. Just temper your expectations about how, how much potential ends. Yeah, it had. Um, all right. I will turn and, to mine. Um, yes. We have to talk about the Matt McGarry reveal. Who's that? You and the the best friend, the podcast guy. Oh. When both you and, and, and Dave got kind of gobsmacked that, that yes. Matt McGarry, who has decided that he's not going to kill himself for the public's pleasure. Yeah. Um, from Orange is the New Black, he was one of the yes, guards and, yes. and kind of a hunky has, Now has a real body yeah. and is great in this. He's so and, good. And I love that he's like, yeah, fuck all y'all. Yeah, this you should actually like. share that article on the, yes. on the account, one of us will. I will. It's, it's really good article. Really thoughtful. And he's yeah. so good, and I really do like him. I forgot his name, but I like him. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, I watched Don't Look Up a long time ago. I sort of thought I'd already talked about it, but I looked back in the notes and I hadn't. There's been so much conversation about this movie. I don't even know what to add. It's like become the like, you know, cultural like lightning rod of like what what you feel about Don't Look Up reveals your outlook on America itself. It's fine. It's like I watched it all the way through. Um, it was written by one of the guys who worked on Bernie Sanders' campaign, so it turned into this whole like, you know, he thing. yeah whole thing. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't think that guy's like bad enough. Like from what I've read, to be like, I'm not going to care about his like you know ecological disaster warning movie. Leonardo DiCaprio's in this, trying to be kind of a like hang dog, whatever. He's so miscast; it doesn't work. I still maintain he's like one of the most overrated actors of all time. That's super fair. Um, Jennifer Ellen Lawrence, Lenskin's, Lenskin's. right there with him. <laughs> yeah, uh, these are not. But These Melanie's are, in it. She is my yeah. best friend, Melanie. Yeah, uh, I laughed a couple times. It's kind of—I mean, it's just like a one, one joke that plays over and over, and you see it coming, and you get it, and you're like, "I got it, thanks, guys." Um, it's not as bad as everybody's like getting into tizzy about. It's certainly not worth <laughs> getting excited about either. Licorice Pizza. This is Paul Thomas Anderson's um, two and a half hour movie. Oh God! Uh, about Basically, this guy, I just read about this, this guy that was Tom Hanks's producer for a lot of his movies who had some crazy sort of debauched uh, life as a 70s L.A. kid who was a child actor who then, like, was, like, an entrepreneur and owned a waterbed business at, like, 16. And um, I didn't hate this. I liked it better than Phantom Thread. I really did not like Phantom Thread. I know people like that movie. That movie bothered me. This one didn't really bothered me um it's kind of funny and scrappy in those like sort of uh robert altman late comedy ways where you're like this is not good but i also don't mind watching it it's like very well made um bradley cooper playing john peters who is barbara streisand's like hairdresser husband who's like coked up out of his mind this has been a great year for Bradley Cooper yeah. between this and uh, Nightmare Alley. He's so funny in this. Um, and also Alana Heim from the band Heim, which I love. She's great. And um, the son of uh, Seymour Hoffman um, is Cooper, I think is his name, is really I think good. You're right. I think it is yeah, good. and he looks so much like Seymour Hoffman. No. You're, it's, it's a little intense, but I don't know. I mean, I didn't hate this movie. I think it's worth watching when it comes on streaming or whatever. Uh, man, the medium. Oh, boy. If Archive 81 fumbled the kind of ending of a horror movie, this thing is a Thai-Korean sort of uh, co-production. It was apparently one of the highest grossing films in, I believe, Korea? Um, of like, I don't know, the last year or whatever. This is a sort of, they're calling it found footage, but it's really like a fake documentary about a possession. It is about a family that basically the women in the family are sort of inheriting this shaman kind of power and it's sort of about the religion of shamanism or whatever in thailand but then one of the daughters of the family is sort of possessed by something that's clearly not the shaman (laughs) and sort of figuring out what's happening with that uh this movie is horrifying it's like a slow burn it is so well made. It is really, in my opinion, one of the best horror movies I've seen in the last like decade. I think it's 
so good. I'm curious what you think about it. Yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah. I live alone. It's <laughs> it's really it's like it's <laughs> the ending of it. It's very slow and not gory or scary, and then the end of it goes really kind of crazy, and it's but it feels earned in a way that is horrifying. Uh, the medium. It's only on Shutter right now, but man, check it out. It's really good. Puppet Master is on Netflix. Uh, this is a true crime thing that I watched, which is rare because I just normally don't watch true crime. But I just was bored because the pandemic and Omicron and I started it. This is a crazy movie about a guy who basically finagled all of these people out of all this money. And you watch this thing and you think, how dumb are these people? He tells people that he's an MI five agent is an mi5 is that what you call it yeah. um yeah and they don't they just believe it and they're just like we're on the run and we're it's like they're crazy stu- like you're the stupidest people like but it's interesting in that it understands what a mark is mm-hmm. and sort of has sympathy for them you yeah, know well, they're not stupid they're needy they're just needy they, they right need- somebody to care about them and i think the movie's to turn that off really good at acknowledging that like that's sort of what's so interesting about it um i recommend it like i yeah they're vulnerable yeah stupid yeah uh nightmare alley so i fanny read it and i watched the original (laughs) movie uh directed by edmund golding in 1947 the film noir version of it so i want to know what did you think of the book i liked the book yeah it's much like the movie, it's just sort of a little piece of noir that yeah. you can't. There's not much more to it than right. this is the story and this is the circle. And but I did really enjoy it, and it was well put together and extremely well crafted. And I certainly kept wanted to keep reading. Yeah. So. And the the 1947 movie is it was amazing watching how especially the first half is like kind of beat by beat for Del Toro's. Like it really is like every little thing. Um, Although I will say, and it makes sense at the end, like Bradley Cooper's version of the main character is much seedier. Right. You root a little more for... He's pretty damn seedy in the book. In the book, yeah. So maybe this is true to the book, the new one. Um, And then they slap a happy ending on the original movie that's like not great. It's sort of like, love will conquer your terrible situation. You're like, no, it will not. No, no. Yeah, you're biting chicken heads off. You're in trouble. Yeah. Book of Boba Fett, I don't want to talk too much about this. This show sucks. Um, <laughs> I bailed out after three or four episodes. I The flop sweat on this thing is oh, just wow. like... Oh, I'm uncomfortable now. Yeah, okay. it's really boring. Like I, It's like, we don't need to know everything about every little side character in Star Wars. And also, you we did this with The Mandalorian. We don't talk about Boba Fett. Yeah, we don't talk about Boba Fett. It is... <laughs> This thing is not good. And they're just like really wasting the cast. And now they've basically pulled back in the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. And I was like, how desperate were you in the writing process of this? That the best reviewed episode so far just jumps back to like the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. And both of us aren't even in it. I'm like, yeah, you knew you had a stinker on your hands. This is not a good show. Speaking Um, of not good shows. Holy (laughs) fuck. So Fanny talks about just like that, the Sex in the City reboot a few weeks ago. She warned me. She told us. <laughs> I said, don't watch this. Um, I started it because Omicron. What else is happening? I also understand her saying she hated it and could not stop watching it. It's 
so bad. I there. I don't even know where to start. It's I've like watched every second of it, and there's only one episode left, and I'm gonna watch that episode too. Every single episode of this thing seems to be about like white rich women with guilt about how they mistreated like or just ignored sort of entire like cultures of New York and are now like bending over backwards in furious desperation to like encourage that it's so it is it is one of the worst things I've ever seen um all the actors in it should be totally embarrassed like I think you're right though that I might finish the season just to be like oh yeah no no you, yeah. you will. It, yeah. There's something in it that makes it impossible to stop watching. Like, I don't know what that is. I need to put my foot all the way through the television? Yeah, all the way through. <laughs> all, it's, yeah. No, I think it's, that it, the next, I think it drops sometime this week, so it's almost over. Yeah. It is insanely bad. I do think it's renewed for a second season. Of course it is. I, I bet they'll probably find their footing. No, <laughs> they're not going to find their footing. It's terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. It's so bad. I mean, I never thought the first one was great shakes. I, I, I'm not a Sex and the City person, yeah. so I don't, you know. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not heartbroken by this. I just cannot believe how bad it is. Like, I, you had to go out of your way to make something this terrible. It's squirmy and hilarious in ways that it does not. Like, when we talk about cringe comedy, you're like, oh, they know they're making yeah, it they're cringe. Yeah, they're doing it on purpose. There are times with this where you're like, oh, you don't know no, that this is no cringy. Idea. There's a scene where... Sorry, spoilers, where Charlotte is basically going to a dinner party full of her new black friends that she's trying to impress. And she first confuses somebody with somebody else, um, you know, one black friend with another black acquaintance. And that's weird, but it's like, okay, that's sort of honest. Like, that probably would happen to Charlotte. But then but she wait, there's more. digs herself out of the hole with this party by naming black artists because she ran an art gallery. Yes. Um, and the matriarch of the family sits there and is like, oh, she knows this art. It's, it, that is one of the worst scenes I've ever seen in the history of television. Like, yeah. I nix that whole fucking scene and everything behind it. In the most recent episode, there's a side plot where she tries to teach Lily how to use a tampon. <laughs> Poor Charlotte. <laughs> no. Poor us. I know. Poor Charlotte, though. No. Um, no. Uh, Lily has YouTube. Yeah. And she says, she's, so Lily's freaking out because she, she's going to have her period during a pool party. And Charlotte tells her, here are your two options. You can learn how to use a tampon or you can not go to the party. Um, no. <laughs> First off, so many other things besides tampons exist now. Also, there's, like, there are, there are literally underwear and swimwear that you can buy, that you wear, that absorb, and you can, what's called free bleed. Sorry, but it's a thing, and it's awesome, and it's amazing, and they should... And instead, we got, Mom, I lost the string. Charlotte has to try and find help Lily find the string. And that's where she draws the line. Oh, my God. It just gets worse and worse. Um, also, crazy, I would say fun fact, fun in quotes. I never realized Carrie's apartment, which is very clearly in the West Village, was supposed to be in the Upper East Side. I never knew this. Um, well, is it or was that where she lived with Big? 
No, that no. her apartment is supposed to be on the Upper East Side. I just learned this. What the fuck uh, do I know? I watched the entire first show, and I'm like, wow, I always thought she was like a West Village person. Which, But then you're like, oh, yeah, you're really one of those crazy old Upper East Side biddies. Like, that's what this show is. Should have just been called, bitch. like, and just like that, biddies. We're biddies. Um, this show's terrible. It's so bad. Um, yeah, sorry to everyone involved. Um, are you excited about things for this year? Can you can you join in our excitement of pretending like this will be a year that's a thing? Um, oh wow, <laughs> I'm depressed now. Where can they tell us about well, their you fantasies? Are, well, I, now that we've depressed you all because things, you can find us on Facebook. Search for at the uh, search for the next podcast. You can send us an email, motion to nicks at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at the Nicks Podcast, and I am at Fanny V Darling. And I'm at Justin Hortung on Twitter, and we will absolutely see some of these things and talk to you about it. Soon. Yes. We might be back before I go to Ireland, but we might not. Have a good one. Bye.